0: Welcome back to the culture that's Cowboys culture podcast baby new look same pod I uh, just posted a story on Instagram says the same thing new look same pod um, today we're going to be talking about some hot topics today and uh, talking about uh, narratives around the Cowboys A couple stuff about preseason games so uh, we're going to get into that here pretty quick. But uh, first, got to pay those bills, baby.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Once again, thanks again to 360 Roofing and Restoration. 360. Uh, 360, baby, in Arlington, Texas, um, serving the entire DFW Metroplex. If you are in DFW and you have any roofing issues whatsoever, you're a homeowner, a building owner, um, someone responsible for a uh, roof that leaks, uh, someone that uh, maintenance director, Give 360 Roofing and Restoration a shot. Uh, Look them up. Uh, They're all over the place. Um, Again, serving uh, the entirety of North Texas. So thanks again to 360 Roofing and Restoration. Thank you, uh, Coy, for uh, all your support.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, let's just get into it, man. We lost our second straight preseason (laughs) game of the season. Man. I've had so – it's so funny because I've had so many people like – what happened to those Cowboys, man? And I'm like <laughs> it, like how am I supposed to tell somebody like that? It's a preseason game. Yeah. It y- doesn't really matter unless you you're the Ravens. The,
1: yeah, right, the right, ra- man. <laughs> Shout out John Harbaugh, man. You you take the preseason very serious. <laughs> uh I think Harbaugh's undefeated in like 30 something preseason games or whatever. But uh yeah, people that say what happened to those Cowboys, man, they couldn't wait, man. They they stayed up. <laughs> they stayed up all night Sunday night, saying, oh, "I can't wait to see a Cowboys fan tomorrow." You yeah,
0: <laughs> but and in, in there, when we win, they're Cowboys fans. Sure. Yeah. "Yeah, like, yeah. yeah man, we did so good. Who's we?
1: <laughs> yeah. Who's we? Who's we? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, you you you're the guy that uh, says that uh, we're going nowhere with Dak. Yeah.
0: yeah. We need to get rid of Dak, and then yeah. we'll be good. Yeah. Okay.
1: How much longer before someone says we need to get rid of Micah?
2: Golly. You think that's a this year no, thing? No, actually, I did hear something about... Stop it. No, no, no. Somebody... I forgot where I heard it, but I heard somebody saying, like, has Micah become a problem because of, like, his... I don't know, just the way he's interacting with... Yeah, just teammates stupid. and things like that or, or saying that he's I, I don't know there was like an interview or something like that that somebody was reacting to <laughs> and you are like is micah pro- becoming a problem for the cowboys and, all right yeah, we'll move on ridiculous. all right so yeah, uh, yeah we'll
1: micah parsons is a huge problem for the dallas cowboys yeah. so that's yeah he hey micah's weird he's a weird dude right he's and i think an interesting guy yeah i think yeah. there's got to be some interestingness about you when you're you possess the killer instincts this guy has—I, you know—he's just on a different level in all phases of life.
2: Yeah, it's true. So,
1: okay, so Michael Parsons um, bad for the Cowboys. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> yeah,
0: we so uh, first, folks. Uh, <laughs> we essentially so you know back to ball. Um, mm-hmm. um, we have some news, some culture news, Cowboys news. Um, that's what we do. So, uh, what do we? What news do we got, Jacob?
2: Yeah, so unfortunately the new most of the news we have this week um is not the greatest uh it's mostly having to do with injuries um so uh, some of us know starting off i wanted to talk about one that's maybe not as you know it's not seen as severe the the matt will the offensive lineman injury um i heard that it was some kind of a a shoulder thing maybe related i think he's had kind of like a uh some history with this shoulder in the past. It's um, the other shoulder. Though. Oh, it is it. Yeah, okay.
0: it's the opposite
2: shoulder. Well, so I guess he's got something wrong with the. Yeah, he's something a, he's with a the shoulders there. Shoulder guy but he sucks. So. <laughs> but from what I heard, it's not going to be um, as severe. or It, it doesn't seem to be as severe um, as some of the other ones. Unfortunately, we have to talk about. Um, so most everybody knows we we lost two um, promising rookies for this season: Overshown and John Stevens Jr. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> really um unfortunate there what do you guys think about that
1: yeah i mean overshone that one hurts i think yeah. um looking for uh looking forward to him in the backfield this year uh defensively uh i think he brought a lot to the table um yeah that i think uh i think that's uh that that one hurt i think we're gonna be sh- you know short at, at linebacker depth so um it, it, it's it's one of those things where we were
0: thinking about probably going out and getting <coughs> another O-line prospect just to kind of sheer sure it up. And now it's kind of looking like we need to go fill one of those spots with a uh, linebacker because, I mean, John Stevens Jr. was a guy who was going to come in and just be like practice squad level. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to, I think it was, um, you know, 105.3 Bobby Belt or whatever, and they were talking about how now he he turned into somebody who was like, okay, this guy can go in can go in when Micah's taking
1: Yeah, I think he was gonna be on the team. Uh, yeah. I, I I um yeah, you didn't have tremendous expectations for him for John Stevens Jr. Um, it turns out he can play. Um so he was gonna make the team, he was gonna be fine. Um you'd kind of see him yeah, he would rest Micah, you know, that's what he would do. Yeah. Um but um who you know should mike even be on the team but uh but but um no i i i'm 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 more sore over uh um well let's go it's gonna be he's he's gonna be back all right uh Overshawn's done for the year that's torn acl on a tackle he actually made a good play on a guy and yeah just uh was it was it lockett he tackled is that lockett Uh i can't i can't remember He, he tackled a seattle Seahawks. so um he uh yeah, he just kinda got, got his toe hung up in the turf there at the end of the hit and yeah. His cra- knee kind crazier of just buckled. Things. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. unfortunate. So yeah, that's uh that's one that's a – I think that's one that we're gonna feel if we don't feel a spot, you know.
0: Yeah. so, J- okay, uh, yeah. so yeah, I mean go ahead, Jim. You no, know,
2: I mean he was really I'm obviously I'm still I'm upset about about the um, the John Stevens Junior one. He was showing a lot of – he was showing a lot of stuff. I know he probably wouldn't have started this year, but I was excited to see him, see if he could even develop and get some reps in the season. So, I'm sad for him. But I'm really frustrated about the Overshown one, and this is exactly why personally – this I mean, if we remember from last week, I was saying I've seen what I need to see from Clark and Overshown. I don't want to see him playing again because they clearly showed that they have starting capability um, – honestly overshown was showing signs of like man if this dude keeps going at this pace maybe he could be even more than a starter you know sometime in the near future he could he might could be a kind of a breakout player year one um because I just like the, the the diverse skill set that he has I, I just feel like he added so much to the defense um yeah he, he was he was <clears throat> a,
0: he his type of Like the type of player that he is is unlike any player that we have so far. Yeah, he's like a mixture between that J. Ron Curse and Donovan Wilson, but in a linebacker's body.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He he, you're right. Yeah, as to where Curse is kind of tall and slender, um, but yeah, Overshown man, he can fly around. Uh, Yeah, and
2: he seemed he just seemed like he was taking in everything really quickly, processing well, learning the scheme. I mean, even. To be to be able to be a green dot guy this early in his you know as a rookie i mean his we saw a lot of his leadership um abilities uh coming out I was just so high on this guy so he was probably the one of the guys that I was the most excited about out of the draft class so to see him go down i was pretty uh, i was pretty upset and i'm just hoping personally that um you know this doesn't end up changing a lot for him i'm i'm hoping he he's able to to come back and pick up where he left back off uh, yeah so he he's off.
1: so he's on his rookie deal so i mean it, it, he he's he's going to be in camp next year yeah. uh, barring that surgery's fine and everything so um yeah we're, he's going to get another shot at this thing it's 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 really sad just for a kid just for um i i'm a i'm a you know pull back the curtains on me I, i'm a huge college football guy right um uh <clears throat> watching him at texas and everything was uh yeah, I mean, you could tell early on this guy could play, and uh, I was glad to see him here. Um, so really unfortunate, uh, really unfortunate for that kid. Uh, but he's going to be back. Um, there is Demone. Um, that's going. He's going to have to step up now. You know? Yeah, and he has a little bit, I mean, oh, he's sure. shown yeah.
0: some elevation in even in the, in the off season and the preseason games. Like
1: he's showing, and even last season, he didn't look bad. Mm-hmm. Like he looks good. He's, he's coming. He's coming off of a major injury, yeah. injury um, back at you know back at LSU. Go Tigers! But uh, yeah, I mean he 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 got himself hurt real bad, and yeah. uh, to see what he did last year, and yeah, I do feel like uh, the sample size we have from the preseason this year, it feels like he's taking a step forward. Oh yeah, yeah he, you, he has.
0: You, you can tell the difference between somebody who's a starter in the regular season and a good start in the regular season when they play in the preseason it's just like okay like this dude's playing out of his mind you know like he's tackling pretty much everybody like he's just everything's uh, he's just playing ridiculously compared to these like backup players and well i mean even against the seahawks starters you know so um i just i just wanted to kind of get away from the injuries it's kind of gloomy let's talk about some other news uh b cooks flying around
1: yeah yeah brandon cooks man so like uh for anyone that doesn't know Brandon Cooks uh, has his pilot's license um, he's he's been in aviation uh, his whole career um, his whole football career um, as he also now has a piloting career yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so yeah it was funny to hear this is just how bored uh, these veteran guys get during the preseason he uh, he rents a plane in Seattle this weekend loads up uh, Parsons and Gilmore. And flies around Seattle and flies over the stadium and everything. And Gilmore, or excuse me, uh, Brandon Cooks has apparently petitioned um, the Cowboys to do a flyover during a Dallas game at some point. Of course, you know, we play with our roof closed most of the time. So um, yeah, it wouldn't really make any sense. No, but um, it also doesn't make sense that uh, players are in airplanes flying themselves around. Yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, but that's what they did. That's how bored they are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's pre. It's it's not only is it the preseason, but it's like two thirds of the way through a preseason Sorry. game. And My so, chair keeps <coughs>
1: sliding down or having technical difficulties. It is what it is. Yeah. Um,
0: it's two two thirds of the way through a preseason, so you're you're just kind of like y- you've seen. Which kind of brings us to our takeaways from the game. Uh, we've seen everything twice now. Even against the Seattle Seahawks starters, like Jalen Tolbert was good. We thought it might have been a fluke in the first game. No, he's good. Nope, he's good. Uh, he's going to be what he is wide receiver four. Um, don't need to see anything more. Uh, however, I will say that in the first game, it was kind of like, okay, like he had some, you know, some good stuff, but it, he took over that first, however much time, like. Yeah, him and Cooper boom, Rush boom, were, were feeling themselves. Yeah, they like <laughs> he was doing whatever he wanted against the yeah. starters. Yeah, for so, sure. So um that was that's great to see because you you don't want to go in think, you know, hearing well, who's gonna be the starter? Is it Tolbert? Is it uh Simi Fajoko, which golly Simi, I mean just just butt cheeks, man. I mean just <laughs> terrible.
1: Yeah, it's disappointing. Um
0: uh, I mean what what was this? I, I think it's like negative
1: or it what is it, uh
0: yeah, negative two yards with. Let's see how many targets. Four targets, one catch. I I don't really, but I don't know the. I don't even know every catch. You know that there was thrown or pass that was thrown to him, but there no way you should be in that position.
1: Yeah, ever. Yeah, as no, a receiver. No, no doubt. Yeah, it's uh.
0: When, when you get in there and you see Dennis Houston with twenty two, one reception. Dennis Houston.
1: Dennis Houston can play, man. He can play. He, he just happens to be – it's so funny, man, because Dennis Houston – if this is Cowboys last year, Dennis Houston going to see a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunate yeah, – you know, that guy must hate Brandon Cooks. Ta- you know? talk,
0: to, talk about some drumming. You, you, you're, you're into some drumming. Yeah,
2: no, I mean, I liked him. I, I like he – I think he has kind of like a um, – he's got an interesting skill set. I mean, he's got that kind of like hybrid receiver uh, running back style um, – physique mm-hmm. and so i don't know i i just watching him in camp i i always liked um what i saw from him and what he brought to the table but it's like what steven's saying it's it's just such a crowded room last mm-hmm. year these dudes had a shot yeah uh, i mean um what's his name uh the guy that you were just talking about i'm blanking on his name oh dennis houston yeah dennis yeah. houston he mm-hmm. was actually i mean he started he 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 was taking reps in um game one yeah that just shows you where you were but I mean, it's just, the the sad thing with Simi is we just have, you know, it, it's sad to see it with this guy. I mean, he's a, what, six, four, big body guy yeah. with a 4'3", four, 4'4", like four, 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 four speed. Yeah. I mean, it, you would think it's sad to see with a guy like that, but it's just like, we have so many of these young dudes that are just like, balling out, and he is just, I think, clearly lagging. Uh, he's in year three, and... You know, if unless he makes some kind of a drastic change um, or step up, I just I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's e- going to happen with him. For
0: every person on our team, that and and for those of you who don't know, in a preseason game, it's not like you're throwing it like in a regular season game. It's going to be CD, it's going to be B Cooks, it's going to be Gallup, it's going to be probably Schoon and and Ferg, and maybe a couple passes to Pollard. Yeah, I mean this the starters this are the receiving list. Is everybody who isn't a starter is is getting reps in receiving, Yeah. and he is the bottom of the barrel, negative two yards. Yeah, just yes. bad.
1: So yeah, so you know, oh, moving, oh, on. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on. I I I gotta ask you, Jake. Another guy you're always high on is uh, Luke Schoonmaker, who finally uh who finally saw a little extra time out there. I mean, what do you think about his performance? I mean, is he is he on the move or what?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think what he have two. I think he had two plays, two catches this time. Um, and I mean, to me, he was looking good. He's looking more comfortable. Mm-hmm. He was definitely. I saw a lot of good. We always, we already knew he's a blocking guy, um, but I, I think that he was doing a really great job at that. And you know, we're get, we're finding ways to get him a little bit more involved um, in the passing game. You, you could see. Um I think it was like the, it was like a third down and 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 he got a shot and uh man he I mean he 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 picked up a good good chunk of yards and and was moving good I I think it's I think it's good for him it seems like as he's getting more reps he's he's getting a little bit more confident mm-hmm. and yeah I'm I I liked what I saw from him for sure Yeah he the He
1: is first not he is not I'm sorry Ethan but he ahead. he is he has not been manhandled by a, a defensive player yet No. Yeah, and All he's right. he's coming off of off of an injury he may only be 85 90% out there to be perfectly honest. I mean, he was only cleared like the last week before the uh preseason started to be out there playing. So, uh and to be, you know, taking those reps and everything. So, you know, I'll tell you what, if he's there to block, he's doing fine there. Yeah. Um if, you know, if, you know, when it comes to J- Jake Jake Ferguson's there, he he's there to make plays, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think yeah. the difference between them right now is Jake has made some splash plays, he's had those moments, right? I think Schoonmaker hasn't had enough, like, I don't know if it's that he hasn't had enough opportunities because, I mean, he kind of hasn't. He hasn't, I mean, he's only had, like, what, three catches total? Um, yeah, yeah, Schoonmaker, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but, like, I don't know. I just think whatever they have asked him to do, he's done it, and he's done it well. He just hasn't, maybe it's because he's, he's still getting his, you know, recovering or he's, he's finding his rhythm, whatever. He just still hasn't made that, like, I hurled somebody in on Thanksgiving moment that really puts him. He's not you know, showing, on the radar. He,
0: he's like you He's showing. It, it seems like he's just. You know, they asked him, "Hey, you know, this ball's coming to you. Make yeah. sure you make a catch." He's like, "Okay," but he's not showing off that. At like, I mean, that athletic grade that we saw in the combine. You know, like.
1: Yeah, as t- and then when, literally everything Ferguson's touched is yeah very yeah. athletic. Yeah, uh, so. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll it, see. Two I mean, different, I, two different types of tight ends. You know? I'm, I'm,
2: I'm not disappointed. You know, I'm happy with no. what I'm seeing, and I, and I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, game one we had one catch, game two we have two, and had, you know, got to see some, some good blocking. I'm hoping that if you know the the trend continues, I think he's, he's, he seems like he's developing pretty well.
1: Hey, why does everybody tell me um, that uh, Peyton Hendershot is our best receiving tight end? <laughs>
0: I don't even know. Do y'all man. remember him? I, I'm starting. Hendershot? I'm starting to forget about Peyton Hendershot. Like he was kind of a, I don't know what it was in that room with Kellen last season, but like Hendershot was like so much of a focus sometimes, and it's just like he's kind of falling by the wayside. I mean, he's he's kind of pulling a Fehoko right now, it's just <laughs> just not doing great yeah. or anything at all. But and yeah, I mean he's he's boring. He's a little mm-hmm. tight end. He
1: just yeah, runs so and catches. That's about it. We would be remiss not to mention Deuce.
0: Well, I was going to say the the race for running back order 2 to 4 is just I mean, it's anybody. You can any every game you can just be like, "Okay, it's Pollard, obviously." And then it's Malik, Deuce Rico, Deuce. Malik
1: yeah so who, who do you think do, I mean look Deuce Deuce being small and everything um I hate to even mention that but like some of the things I mean everybody gets a Deuce Deuce yeah. Vaughn's a short person right yeah. so um but uh you know he because of his size he's able to make these types of moves and stuff that the traditional running backs can't I think he scored off of something that looked like only he could have done yeah. right mm-hmm. so um but who do you think had a better game? You think Rico Dowdle had a better game, or Deuce Vaughn had a better game? Um, for me, I'm gonna say Rico had the better showing. Yeah. And then Deuce had the more electric moments. Mm-hmm. Um, had those Pollard Pollard-esque moments, you know? Where yeah. It's, oh, you know. um yeah. And then Rico just played a solid game, you know.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think that Rico did more to kind of get himself a little bit ahead or, you know, kind of increase that distance between him and Malik for that second role. Yeah. Yeah. Se- good call. Know, yeah.
1: Second role. I mean, Malik had a better game than last week, but yeah. Yeah.
2: But I, but I think that, I and mean, I think even I'm I'm pretty sure that they gave Rico, he was the first, the first back out there. Right. So, but, I mean, maybe yeah. they were like, they saw what happened in game one. They're like, Hey, let's, let's, let's give Rico some shots with, with the, you know, the first O line. Um And, I mean, he didn't disappoint. I think he did a lot um, to to kind of beat out Malik Davis and a I lot mean, of people. I mean, they were pretty, pretty
0: comparable as they, far as They the were. Showing.
2: But I just, I don't know. I really liked what I saw from Rico. Obviously, Deuce had that splash moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he's electric. Malik's longest was 18, though. He yeah, had the so longest
1: the, one. His first two runs of the game, I mean, he broke off. And uh, it was kind of like, uh, you know, whoever was calling that game, I know Isaiah Steinbach was in the uh, booth. Um, Shout out Isaiah I know you watch the pod I watch yours too yeah. But um, he, uh, he We saw he, your he, comment Yeah right Yeah <laughs> Thanks again But uh, Yeah so he, I mean he was like You know Whoa Malik Davis is awake Alright So you know here he is again You know And still kind of Early on in preseason week two He was kind of like Alright I mean This guy <laughs> is supposed to be Running back too While we're talking Running backs real quick I mean Is Ronald Jones just does he need to just go get an apartment somewhere? Or, like, he, he's all <laughs> the table, much. right? Yeah. I mean, I, I I live in McKinney, McKinney, Texas, if you know where that's at. He went to McKinney North. That's where my son goes. But uh, he uh, – so, I, you know, I, I, I quietly pull for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, like, is there any room for this guy? I mean, is there, uh. there's no room for this guy, you know?
0: Yeah, because they're even saying for the, the, the purpose that they brought him in was that third down, like – Bruiser back, they're and taking Ric- the place of Z. Yeah, yeah. Rico kind of can do that.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I th- you know, <clears throat> I think you can get uh, I think you can get one yard out of a handful of these dudes. Especially yeah.
0: considering needing to add, go out and add, you know, a linebacker or maybe like another veteran O lineman. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's no space to just go out and get w- another Pollard backup.
1: Hey, you know. Uh third and one, fourth and one, I totally trust uh the ten million dollar back to go get that. And I totally trust Dak to go get that. Yeah. Uh, so too. That's true. <laughs> and so. if you,
0: and if you app, if it just sucks and you just have nobody that has like the power, put freaking lip in there, man. It's just <laughs> he's a bruiser.
2: If he's a he fullback.
1: If he doesn't get bit by the turf monster, he'll get <laughs> you a yard, <laughs> thank, thank
2: God. <laughs> God. Yeah, um, it just it just seems like um for Ronald Jones it's just really not there's, There's less team. and less of yeah. a of a spot, yeah, especially
0: for him. considering the crap that he's yeah, going through. It's just, just kind of like all right, suspension. it's whatever. If he was yeah. like wow, and all the other guys were like, mm, then maybe, but it's just not there. But uh, I kind of wanted to, you know, just get back to what I was saying. You know, this preseason game, pretty much the same thing as last time.
1: Rinse and repeat.
0: Rinse and repeat. Coop, uh, Will Greer was drunk again. Will you Greer. Know. Cooper Rush co- came out and just – the only thing that changed was Cooper Rush came ready to play. Yeah.
1: Cooper Rush had had enough. Uh, he <laughs> he got he got Jalen Tobert, uh, you know, to the side before they yeah. ran out there and said, you know what, I, I've been talking to this guy, Will Greer, this is about to be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah he,
0: he, he showed out for sure, but yeah. Will Greer, man, just – did he have a touchdown oh i guess he did have a touchdown yeah, in the first it, game yeah this this past game just i mean one interception zero touchdowns and you played the majority of the game it's just like come on man he, like uh, make make the right throws it's,
1: it's weird like he actually is like a pretty decent footwork guy he can scramble a little bit and turn something yeah. into you know turn nothing into something um i do get confused about some of his decision making sometime uh and uh, you just you kind of look at it and you're like, man, uh, you know, what are you on? Yeah, it's,
2: <laughs> his, it's with him. He's got a lot of good things athletically and all that. Um, watching him at even at, at training camp, you know, he's got some he's got some good accuracy. I mean, the dude can throw the ball. It's just his. It's just when it comes to the his decision making is just not as quick as you'd like i mean he's he the the, just he just, like, he just holds on to the ball a little bit and uh, we kind of talked long. about and then and then when he finally does throw it's not really yeah you'd and like we kind of talked <laughs> about how when he does
0: that he complains like he gets oh mad yeah, he like a little he bit like he whines yeah. just like dude like it's somebody else's fault just be like a normal backup guy and just be like you yeah, I'm sorry, guys. You know, just yeah, kind of <laughs> Cooper rushed three,
2: three picks last year versus the Eagles. Everybody hated him. He was like, yeah, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he, he got a deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, let's uh, let's move let's move on from preseason. Let's. Uh,
1: well, I I wanted to, you know, what, all just right.
0: just for the oh, go ahead.
1: Well, I mean, we got to go back to the first round pick, right?
0: Oh yeah, for
2: sure. Let's talk about it.
1: Mozzie Smith.
2: Yeah, there's a lot there what with Mozzie.
1: All right. So, all right, It's. right. I'm going to say this. I haven't seen a good showing out of Mozzie Smith yet. I've seen good moments. I've seen good moments out of Mozzie Smith. I've seen promising moments out of Mozzie Smith. I don't know that I've seen um, a complete performance from him. However, I will say this. That's a rookie playing in parts of two preseason games. I'm not – Worried or concerned, I think he's going to get this thing together. Um, I saw the guy play at Michigan; he can clearly play football. Um, the NFL moves faster, you know. Um, these offensive linemen move at a speed he's never seen before. He it doesn't make sense that three hundred pounders move like they yeah. do, you know. Mm-hmm. So um,
0: before he's able to just use that raw. <clears throat> Sure. Strength. Yeah. And he is an athlete. Like for his size, he is an athletic guy. It's not like he's not
1: athletic. And I think, I think that's why he gets, I think that's why he gets turned like he does right now because he's trying to be athletic and the game moves at a faster pace than he is used to. And it's just going to take some catching up to. But he got turned over and over. And, um, Got left in the dust, multiple times. I, like I said, I don't think we've seen a solid performance out of him. I do think that this guy is good. This guy's going to play. He he's going to have to play. Mm-hmm. We need him to play. Um, but I I I'm I haven't yet gotten like overly excited. Um, about a performance of his yet. I've been overly excited about moments.
2: Yeah, well, so it's like I I think when you look at him because people have and and we'll probably get into this. Is pe- he a bust? Is he a bust? See, that's, two preseason we'll, we'll games. We'll have to get we'll have to get to that. <laughs> uh When when you think like about Mozzie, he's playing a lot of snaps, right? So we're getting to see a lot of him on both games. Yeah, but it's like he we're seeing him against in both the first two games. They've played their starters at the beginning. And so we're getting to see him against experienced, in some cases, very quality alignment. And yeah, he's had you know he's had his his moments where it you know, hasn't hasn't been the greatest. But like Steven said, he has had a lot of good moments. He's shown mm-hmm. us a lot of good things. And also, when it's him on, when it's rookies on rookies, when when it's rookie on rookie or backup against Mozzie, I
1: he's he's making he's making he's he's getting some push yeah, he played starters saturday night yeah he, he played against seattle starters uh, yeah. early in the game and and that's 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 where he had some yeah that's that's seattle starters well he's going to see new york starters in about three weeks mm-hmm. and he's going to see another new york starter
2: <laughs> so so then are you are you on the he might be uh this might be a potential yeah, taco I, situation this I might think, be a bust
1: yeah i i think you know not only is not only did we learn earlier in the show that micah parsons is a bust <laughs> but
0: uh but it's just it, it's it's so hard to look at a one tech defensive tackle and be like
1: yeah in he, all in all seriousness oh
0: he's not Impactful. I was listening to somebody say, like, the impact that he makes is for the linebackers and for Micah. It's not even like a, oh, is he? Because we know, like, everybody knows we don't need him to get to the quarterback. We've got five guys to do
1: that yeah he's slowing the ball down for the linebackers is is a role that they want yeah to see out of he's he's okay. shoring up that middle that's fine. all we need him for that that's right stop stop the run the cowboys can't stop the run okay and and that's fine if that's what he's there for to just slow the back down for the linebacker oh, oh, okay fine you know that's that's fine if he's uh you know i would hope that uh he takes care of some of that work you know i hope i hope that he uh can can get some tackles and mm-hmm. and uh, and and stop the guy at the line of scrimmage, well, you know, for a yeah, first rounder. Th- this but I, well, I, I, well, you I know I's just gonna. I was just gonna say, in all seriousness, we're we're not sitting here talking about uh, a guy being a bust two preseason games in. you yeah. know? um Even though there's, there are some people out there. Man, Cowboys fans are a wild group. Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: it's like I mean, because there there were there were some moments. Where it's like, yeah, that that is what he is. He as a, at least right now, he's that run stopping, you know, take up a bunch of blocks, dude. And and there were unfortunately some moments where he did get kind of moved out of the way, turned around, um, and so. But it's like people are jumping on those like one or two <laughs> bad moments, and they're just like instantly jumping to bust. And it's like, man, I mean, give the dude a shot. If
1: Saturday, we, Saturday, I I saw him get flipped more than one or two times okay he was he was not having a good day he was there were there were moments where you said there you go that's mm-hmm. it that's it yeah. mozzie and but uh he, he just wasn't having a good day and i think again i just go back to just recognizing that his athleticism is not all he needs in the nfl okay it's gonna t- it's gonna take that it's technique, gonna, it's yeah. gonna take technique it's gonna take technique it's it's going to take a lot of practice. I just think uh, he got by for so long on, uh, I, I'm just bigger and better, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I've got quicker hips than this guy. I got, you know, I'm, <laughs> there's, there, you know, the, these, I, I I control the direction uh, that the ball goes um, from the opposing team, from the opposing running back. Not, you know, I, no one controls me. Yeah, mm-hmm. And he's just having to get used to that. And that's what the preseason is for.
2: Yeah, he's building up his. Because you notice, there's always a there's a, you know, when he gets tired, he starts to kind of have some problems. Mm-hmm. So I think they're giving him those extra reps to you know increase that. But Build his that endurance, endurance yeah, yeah. But I mean, we the thing people people jump into he's a bust. I mean, it's a he's a 21, 22 yeah. year old guy. He is. He's 21 a, years old. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. He's insanely strong. He's really, and I was talking. We were talking about this before. He's really kind of like the defensive. Tackle version of, of what um, Tyler Smith was last yeah, year. Yeah, I like this comparison. All all, yeah. all um all physical upside, um, an athlete, insanely strong, young, really young. But he just if, if if we remember when people were talking about Tyler Smith in the draft, people were saying how his how his technique and his hand placement was a nightmare. But you know his with his work ethic and and learning from from some of the dudes we had on the team and you know just putting in that work. He ended up, and, and and if we remember at the beginning, uh, in, in in preseason, he was having a hard time beating out Connor McGovern for that mm-hmm. starting job, but, um, and he yeah. definitely had his growing pains. But Maybe. he he ended up being, you know, he ended Maybe. up being a good, solid contributor. I you know I just think Mozzie deserves
1: a shot just like he did. Yeah, a solid contributor. I mean, he held it down.
2: Yeah, I know.
0: Maybe yeah. he's one of those kind of like Tyler Smith, where it's when you need him in those high stakes moments that like he kind of comes alive because when he was at Michigan and even when they were doing like, you know, big time practice reps, he was huge. Like he, he, you know, he showed out and you know, they talked about Tyler Smith, you know, during the, during the preseason that he wasn't incredible, but when the season came, he was one of our outside of Zach Martin. It was him pretty much when, when everybody was kind of getting hurt, but he stepped up, um, for me the I mean the biggest thing for about Mozzie is that like I said you know he he is just that like strong like if he can just be that sure up and push the middle of the line or take up those double teams that's all we need we don't need like he it, you know obviously do you want more out of a first round draft pick fine but at least we have some talent there that we know we're not worried about worried about it like kind of how we were last year when Hankins went down mm-hmm. but um yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about Mozzie?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, give him some time, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, I trust. Right. I'm
2: just saying, I trust our, our scouting department. Um, and so, until proven otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and entrust and, uh, and their judgment with Mozzie. And, and um, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to give him a shot. I'm, I'm definitely not on the Mozzie's a bust train at all. I think yeah, he deserves more time to. to
1: Anybody who's saying that there's a guy that was in college last year and he's a rookie in the NFL this year, um, and they're saying that he's a bust after seeing him for parts of two preseason games, like, get your head checked, you know. Have a a professional look at your brain. So –
2: I think that just – oh, did you have something?
1: Oh, no. uh, Just, you know, have medical attention given to your brain. Yeah,
2: it just (laughs) kind of just just shows – So yeah i mean i kind of just wanted that's
1: to. that's this that's this fan base all together right
2: yeah yeah, yeah that's I, what i was going to say it shows there's a major problem <laughs> with the dallas cowboys and that,
0: and that goes fans. back to kind
2: of what we were talking about before
0: you know like people saying you know we need to get rid of Dak. micah parsons, micah is, parson's is a problem, is a for, problem the for the cowboys <laughs> like micah parsons is the best player on our team.
1: Micah Parsons is a problem for literally every single human being that plays offense in the NFL outside of anyone who plays offense in the NFL for the Cowboys. That's who he's a problem for. If he's a weirdo and everything, you know, people say I'm a weirdo. So whatever. It's just
0: like for me, whenever, whenever I think about the Cowboys fan base, not only do they just spew out like a, a, a random fan will just spew out what they hear on like ESPN or something but then also it's kind of like to me it feels like the cowboys are the only fan base where some of them actually love but the only thing they do is talk crap about their own yeah, team yeah it's
2: really weird it's like
0: like you 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 look at the jets None of those people are saying, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers, he's I don't oh, we didn't want him. Like we should we we should have never got him. Like everybody, the consensus is we we're going to the bowl now with Rodgers. Like you're not going to go to the freaking uh, the Bills. Basically, have the same situation as us. Great team, the quarterback just can't get it done in the playoffs, and they're like. Josh Allen is the truth. We love this dude. This guy is awesome.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Here's where we got to dig into that a little bit. The difference in the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets, the Bills have never won a Super Bowl, okay? The Jets have won one Super Bowl, and that was when Joe Namath was there. Shout out last great Alabama quarterback. All right, so the Cowboys, um, the Cowboys have a tradition of of winning. Our tradition is winning, right? Mm-hmm. And not just not like the Bills, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're you know you look at the Bills in the '90s; they went to four straight Super Bowls, which was quite an accomplishment. Um, but we ain't trading our three Super Bowls in the '90s for their for their four trips, right? Yeah. So here's here's where, here, in my opinion. We've talked about it before the age gap of this side of the table and that side of the table. Um, we got 22 24 and 38 all right so I was um, I was a, a, a wee lad in the 90s when we were a dynasty right so um, and then there was a dynasty previous to that uh, in, in you know mm-hmm. in the Stahlbach era and everything and then the 70s. Um, and tom landry and and of course i won't dig too deep into it because everybody knows how we got here we're america's team we had a we had a very presidential very military man you know um as the as the face of this franchise which was tom landry for a long time tom landry you know ran a tight ship man tom landry is he he was a no mess around guy and he he loved God, family, and football, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's all he cared about in in, in, in in all the world, you know. He was quite a patriot. We'll get into all that. But um, anyway, you know, he runs a dynasty through this joint. All right, Jerry Jones comes along, buys a team, fires that guy, gets another guy, and he runs a dynasty through here. Okay, kind of it got weird at the end, the Jamie Jerry story. Everybody knows it. If you don't, go check it out. It's one of the most interesting sports stories that's ever been told. Um, but – uh, you know, they kind of let Barry Switzer stand in Jimmy's spot for a year and he wins a Super Bowl. So um anyway, it it's a dynasty, right? Mm-hmm. And then you come into the 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 very late nineties when that team kind of started to deteriorate and we get into the early aughts, we get into the you know, the Y two K Cowboys and it gets it feels it's very eighties, you know, it gets bad, you yeah. know, and, and we were bad for a while. Um and I think if I had to pinpoint a moment when the Dallas Cowboy fans became divided, I would say it's somewhere around there. I would say it's I say it's after Aitman before Romo. You know, we go through the string of quarterbacks, you know, um the likes of Vinny Testaverdi coming through here, the light, like, you know, don't even get me started with the Quincy Carter experiment before that. And mm-hmm. um I think those bad times is if i could say that's the moment where you know the real fans said i'm with the team forever and always and then the uh the, this this group of cowboy fans that hate the cowboys was born all right and that's their birthplace and then you move into the romo era and we're back right it feels starts feeling good again you know romo's great romo's great all of a sudden romo goes through a couple of bad years too and Romo was kind of injury-prone prone through his career. I will say this, he was always there for us. I've seen that guy play through stuff that people should not be allowed to play football in. Uh, the guy beat the Niners in candlestick with a broken rib. But, um, you know, then, you, then we got back to a place to where, okay, we, we have a chance every Sunday because this guy's here. All right. And he went through some good teams, he went through some bad teams. He 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 got beat up very early in his career cuz we didn't have an offensive line. We got him an offensive line. Defense fell off. Um you know, didn't have a receiver. We got him Dez. Um you know, we got him the likes of Cole Beasley, Witten was always around. Um Romo got better and better and better. This was an undrafted guy out of Eastern Illinois. All right. Somehow figured his way to Navigated just being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Period. Mm. Um, so you know, so so when we got back to a point to where Romo um, is he good? Is he is he interception prone? is it you know? It's like so. Then now our divided fan base is now pro Romo, anti Romo, and I think that's where that kind of thing was born. What much like we deal with now, pro Dak, anti Dak, right? So um Mm -hmm. moving on from that Romo um 2014 Romo is you know Des caught it you know we we get to a point to where like we're on the cusp we're right on the cusp and then 2016 we're in the preseason we're having interviews with Romo um you know is this team going to the Super Bowl this year we were we were primed and ready felt a lot guys felt a lot like I would I'd even say that this year this preseason the last time I felt like this with all the promise in the world was 2016 that was Romo's year that was the year he was going to go get it get this thing the team was finally around him Mm -hmm. he gets hurt in the preseason he's never to be seen again enters this kid Dak Prescott and that is where the the divide was reborn, all right. Because Romo got healthy later in the year, and he was cleared to play, and he was Tony Romo, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have, and he was right at the end of that prime, but you just knew he had it in him, right? Just, but you know, you guys, a savior enters the enters the chat. Here comes Dak Prescott. Here comes this young kid from Mississippi State taking the fourth round. Had a good preseason. It's kind of funny, Romo's, Romo's year that he took over, he had had a good preseason. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? For the most part of the world, for um, people that don't follow the SEC um, like they should, um, <laughs> uh, no one really knew who Dak Prescott was. Um, all we know is he's a fourth-round guy out of Mississippi State, tends to run a lot, um, then you remember he went on that no interception streak yeah. and that, and that Romo Dak thing, that, that thing kept happening. Right. So that's where I think the divide continued to live for a while. Get, get, you know, at least for 2016. After that, I think we went through a spell of everyone's on the DAC train. And then I think we go through a couple of years that look eerily similar to people my age and maybe even older, where it's like, we're supposed, we're supposed to get to that next game and Mm -hmm. we just keep don't do you know it just keeps not happening and I think like quarterbacks do especially in Dallas uh Dak Prescott shoulders that load you know Mm -hmm. I think Dak Prescott uh continues to be the whipping boy for um for the reason we haven't gone to that level that that I have seen and you guys have never seen right uh, and and point, point in case, Ethan, you, what's the best night of your football life?
0: <laughs> well, we talk about this a lot, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I I did watch that descott game. Mm-hmm. Um, that was crazy. Uh, it wasn't the best night of my life, but um, it was one of the you know crazier games. But the best mm-hmm. night of my life was just, that I can recall, I'll say, is just, Putting hanging forty on the beloved the overly beloved eagles yeah. of last season on yeah, christmas Eve
1: yeah so so the best night of your football life is a regular season game against a division rival with call it what you want with playing a backup quarterback, so uh you know and can i can I ask you the same question what's 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 the what's your your highest cowboys memory
2: yeah, I mean I would say beating Tom Brady for the first time at home mm-hmm. in the playoffs I think was a you know was an incredible moment because I mean yeah everybody after the game is like oh yeah you know the Tampa sucked but um I not many not too many people were saying that before um, at least I was still very nervous uh, because it's Tom Brady the greatest the of goat. all times trotting out uh, there at home he yeah. yeah they beat us before in that that season so that was a good moment. Um, I think it was a good moment for Dak because a lot of people were saying he couldn't do anything in the playoffs, and and honestly, I think he had one of the best performances um, of the postseason out of out of anybody in that game last last season. But yeah, like so. I'm tr- so seem- let,
1: let me let me. Uh, I, I love that you said that. Um, you know, <laughs> finish the yeah. Finish the point that you were right. I mean, a- ending Tom Brady's career and everything. Yeah. That's that's a, great, a wild card win. Is the greatest night of your football life. Mine is winning the Super Bowl. Mm. Mine's winning the Super Bowl in '95. Technically, it was '96 because it's January, right? Yeah, but mine, mine is uh, mine's winning Super Bowl Thirty. But and, I, I just and and I and I and I just the point is, is that your generation, your your generation of fans, and by the way, you are the, right now. You are the biggest fans of you will ever be. You you guys you guys are pre 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 marriage pre kids and all that, <laughs> your, your life revolves around this team, right? Hello, we do a podcast, uh, <laughs> so um, just my point <clears throat> is is that my 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 greatest memories are lifting the Lombardi. Okay, so when when that team that I've seen be a dynasty, that I witnessed be a dynasty, lifting a Lombardi trophy in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm like. I, there's times where I feel like we have not done anything worth note, worth being the greatest football night of my life, in coming on thirty years. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten past the divisional round, in coming up thirty years.
0: Yeah, I I just think that doesn't just just that simple fact does not. First of all, do we have does our franchise as a whole have a the like the best or the most super bowl rings in the league or or like i think it's t- we're tied for second or something. Yes. Yeah. But that so clearly we're a winning team. You know,
1: we're traditionally winning franchise. Yes. Right.
0: And so so that doesn't mean that we just as a franchise we're just a poor man's franchise. Like mm-hmm. that's not true. And second of we're all, we're a rich man's franchise. Right. We're the richest franchise. Yeah. But my point is 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 like It's hard for me, like, was there like a 10, you know, maybe 12, 15 year spurt that we were, you know, from then till now where we were just like going through that. Okay, we had an insane, you know, decade of worth of, you know, Cowboys, you know, and then now it's you got to rebuild sometime. Some teams have been in that rebuilding stage. For Eon, like their whole franchise, they've been in that rebuilding stage. They're, you know, like the Lions, I mean, they just, for the longest time, they were just terrible. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? and
1: I think I think that's a very good point. E I think that's but, a good but point. But
0: my point, the, the the ending of that point was, these last three years, you know, we've just, you know, they the, people always say, you know, and do we say it? Yeah, I mean, sometimes we'll say, but we're not always sitting there like, "This is our year. This is our year." Like, I get annoyed when people come up to me and say, "Hey, is it your? You think it's your year?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, this particular year, I do." First of all, but it's 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 mostly because I look at the last three years and I'm saying, "Okay, we have a great three years ago. Dan Quinn gets here, and then Micah gets here, and it just our defense just explodes." Right. Yeah,
1: Dan Dan Quinn continues to think it's our year. He won't leave.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next year you're really like, "Oh man, I mean, like this is I mean, we got even better from last year." And then we just we just fell short again, but we did better. And then we go out and get even more talent and we get even better. And so how do you say that that 12-win team that mm-hmm. honestly barring Kellen Moore and some minor issues with tossing the ball to other people, we are a at least a 13-win team if you count the Jaguars and, you know, if we, you know, our defense, you know, freaking Kelvin Joseph doesn't get picked apart by Aaron Rodgers. We, we, we're we a 13-14-win team, and we're battling for first seed in the NFC, right? But now you're looking at this year, and you're like, this team got even better, mm-hmm. where some teams got even worse, and – can we is this the year where we can make the run to at least the NFC championship i have no doubt in my mind and even go to the bowl and i feel like if we do go to the bowl we'll win but uh, my point is is where where i feel like we we Who are we beaten kansas city yeah i mean Cincinnati? they're it, it's one of the in my opinion it's, it's one of those two i don't know if buffalo has that yeah it's gonna be those gear. two
1: in the championship game right yeah
0: so, uh, but but here's my thing yeah. I don't understand and I don't like that I'm in Dallas this is where we are we're in Arlington Texas where the Cowboys play at home games and if I go up to somebody or if I'm talking to somebody and somebody comes up to me and says well you know what are we talking about and I'm like Oh, we're talking about the Cowboys and they're like, Oh, the Cowboys gosh, I mean they just <laughs> they stink every year. Yeah. It's yeah, like what that, football are you watching? That that's
1: a, see, that's a beating. Like see, I think I think Oh,
0: we gotta get rid of Dak or we're not gonna be good. It's like what are you even why,
1: talking about? Why, get rid of a franchise why, veteran quarterback? Why do we need to get rid of Dak? And what's what's the answer you always get? he sucks yeah yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> well why
2: because i think what's highlighted here is it's a it's and we're even seeing it in how ethan's talking your point of when it's a younger guy who all he's grown up seeing or like me all we've grown up seeing is we were trash mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we we're just put, we just put together two back-to-back winning seasons you know uh, or 12 win seasons our team is getting stacked, so we start to get excited. Whereas, opposed to a, a person from from your generation who's who's seen the glory days, mm-hmm. right? It's like we're trash until we can have a guy or a, a quarterback or a team that can go to back to back Super Bowls. If you don't see that, it's so it, then then we're and my, and we're my bad point it. It's kind of like and we're I, spoiled in a sense. But my like point our fan base is kind of the older uh, like generation or not older, but you know older than like you know us. It might be that they they kind of they kinda, is that what you're saying like they kind of got spoiled so, by the so, past success. So,
1: so I, I that is that is a big part of what I'm saying. Uh, big you know spoiled by past success uh, make someone of of that of that generation, you know, um, kind of look at um, very very little playoff success, mm-hmm. which used to be our time. Baby, <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. was, it was literally. Sleep to the playoffs, get to San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. You win that, you go win the Super Bowl. So, um, the, the, well, we. I mean, that's what took place. So, I know,
0: but there's just so, – like, for example, th- there's teams that are just – that have been terrible. And, and, and like, for example, the Bears.
1: 100% agree. The
0: Bears send out probably one of the worst defenses this season. They, they add, like, one rookie on the O-line, and then they, they go get D.J. Moore. And now the Bears like oh, it's just so optimistic. Like if you if I call the Bears fan right now and you talk to them, it'd be like, dude, we're like, I have a buddy. Um, shout out Ryan. I'll text you and tell you to what about Ryan? This. Yeah, Ryan. He he's one of my one of my good buddies. Uh, and Kevin, they're they're both Chargers fans. Screw the Packers. Not the Packers. Chargers fans. That's
1: why I said screw the Packers. Oh, okay. They're not Bears fans. No, they're not Bears fans. Okay.
0: They're Chargers fans. Oh boy! I mean, they just—I talked to Ryan, and he's like, "Dude, you know, oh, we're gonna do this. Like, you are not gonna be the sixth the sixth seed in your division, like in in the in the AFC. I mean, there's just so many teams, so good. But they think Herbert is that guy that he, that's just gonna t- you win the Super Bowl one day. And when they get another good receiver that gets do, hurt do all these the time,
1: guys sit around and talk about the Chargers and Super Bowl.
0: Yes, like when when they—I remember one, I saw them when they lost in the in, in, when they lost after Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in the first half of that uh, wild card game which is apparently super easy to win and even though he's an elite elite quarterback right. they were heartbroken just terrible
1: How did like this like he should
0: have won the game like th- like other teams go out like man we we got, we got it this year if you're in the AFC and you are not the the the, the Bengals maybe the Bills or the, or definitely the Chiefs you're not going sorry you're just not going Mm -hmm. but for us like you're like oh you like I was talking to some other guy the other day like you guys say I mean every Cowboys casual Cowboys fan I talk to oh you guys say we're going to the uh to the Super Bowl every year Mm -hmm. this year the only people we have to beat to go is the Eagles who we beat all the time with Dak every time and the Niners who for some reason we can't beat because of Kellen Moore in the playoffs without a quarterback so if we can beat them We will go to the Super Bowl. The the Vikings, we already saw that display. You get Jordan Addison, great job. Who cares? You have the worst defense in the NFC, or one of them. Everybody else in the NFC is butt cheeks. Yeah, We have that now. So when I see a fan, if you're watching this, if I see a fan who comes up to me and says, Oh, the you. Yeah, the oh, you're talking about the Cowboys. They suck. You know, they got Dak. Yeah, D- don't just. I'm not even going to say
1: anything. I'm yeah, just going to walk not, away. That's not worth entertaining. So, well, another but, one that but, they but, say, or
2: I was going to say one thing that I think is annoying is the, the the. So that's a really annoying excuse, like why we're not going to go anywhere because of Dak. But the one that <laughs> is the most annoying is the. So, are the Cowboys going to have a good season? You ask the 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 networks. No, because. We haven't been to a Super Bowl in like 30 years it's like so
0: it's like it, there enemies. are like three quarterbacks in the NFL that have a Super Bowl ring yeah actively I, playing
1: yeah I think and I think all of the things that we're bringing up and by the way I am of that generation and I'll ride or die with these boys okay I I, I am not who we're discussing here I I have I have found ways to get behind this team when it was really hard okay yeah. so um i i i know that troy aitman can't play forever i know that michael irvin can't play forever i know that jason witten can't play forever i know that tony romo can't play Boy, forever, we you know?
0: tried with big wit we That's tried man we
1: tried know. to we tried to recharge him you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so uh, sent him to la sent him to the booths and you know did everything we could with him but uh or was o- oakland vegas. at the time uh, yeah was it well, that o- was our first year in vegas I think is when he went over there. Yeah, I, was just,
0: I was just John Green. I was just we did him dirty on that. Yeah. We should just he should have just kept him one more yeah, year. Just retired. let him be
1: the tight ends coach or something. <laughs> but but yeah no. Um, so I, you know I, I I'm ride or die with my boys. I don't know how you can call yourself a fan until. Look somebody square in the eye and say we suck. You know when we clearly don't. I've just heard it so many times. Twelve year, twelve, twelve back to back twelve win um, seasons. First time in Cowboys history, by the way. Mm -hmm. And then, um, or
0: or like we we were talking about before this, when another Cowboys fan after a loss finds me, comes to find me. Yeah, but when we win, they're like. Dude, did you see that blah 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 about you know at this play? But when we lose, they make it a point to call me or find me or text me and say, "How about them boys?"
2: Like,
1: dude, just <laughs> what, like what
0: what kind of fan are you? Like, what fans even is that, that?
2: Want the Cowboys to lose? Yeah,
1: it's a it's an anomaly that I've tried to use this segment to explain, and all we've done really is further confuse no, ourselves see, as to why that is. But <laughs> no, I, I, but I think, just, I think there's something to your point.
0: It's, like, it's a self-reflection thing. No, you I, Cowboys fans, the culture, You hopefully you guys are smart enough because you're watching this podcast. This is a self-reflection moment. Do not be like that. Yeah. Be different. Self-reflect and see why. why do I call every – why do I call Ethan and say, oh, what happened to the Cowboys last night? Like, how about them boys when we lose? No, just be a fan. Be like, dang, that sucked. We lost.
1: Yeah. Also, while we're on it, never say them boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't on. say them boys. <laughs> well, I, I Except for when we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think there's something to what <laughs> Because you're if we win the Super Bowl, we <laughs> them boys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think, Steven, like, even though it seems like we just confused ourselves and didn't make much sense, I think that there's, first off, I think there's two things going on here, at least in my mind. Number one, I do think the older generation is spoiled, and that's why they can't ever accept that what we have now is good. Even as good as we as, – as good as it is, it's not what we had, right? But then it seems like the younger generation, because they're still like what we're talking about, Ethan and – Ethan's friends and just people our age that never even saw that, that hate on the Cowboys. And honestly, as I think about it, I'm like, man, I just think it's because the networks, all they do all the, all day is hate on the Cowboys. And it's like these kids, they just – whatever they hear, they, they just they, – they don't – they just believe it and they just regurgitate whatever and so it's like Yeah, I don't know. I guess that for our genera- for your generation's problem, they need to stop being so like caught up in the past and just like enjoy the the new success we're yeah, having. And it, it, our it, our generation it seems like we just need to actually do some looking point. into it, do some research ourselves. That's don't just point. listen to everything that ESPN says yeah, and just, just Ste- regurgitate.
1: Stephen it. A. Smith tells you that Dak yeah. sucks and the Cowboys suck and you just run with that. Yes. You don't you don't look into You don't look into the facts, Um, and stop
0: taking delight in the losses. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a it's a really strange thing that only this franchise that I you know, the Browns, they they lose a tough game and they laugh at themselves for obvious reasons. It's 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 like the Browns, yeah, they're like we're the Browns, you know. We of course we lost this game. We should have won. You know, Dallas is a different deal, especially this version of the Cowboys. I, I honestly. Um, I I believe in Dak so much that I was a little frustrated in San Francisco last year. No, me too. I I I I, I did want him to shoulder a, a lot of that because I, they, I there were so
0: many moments in that game where I was like, okay, Dak's going to do it now. It, yeah, it's time, man. and it just didn't happen.
1: And 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 it's like I've said in previous episodes, we're still waiting on that moment from Dak, and then that it's opens coming. an entire can of worms, right? Coming. But but here's 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 the uh, which we talked
0: it, about in uh, episode three. Go, go back, check, back that and check it out. Yep.
1: So, um, you know, and uh, again, thanks thanks Dak Prescott for being a fan of the yeah. uh, podcast. But yeah, uh, we know he watches. Yeah. That so,
0: anonymous yeah account that watches.
1: We know it's D four star. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that's you. But um, um, but yeah, uh, to the Chargers fans, man, it'll never get better than uh when Stan Humphreys from Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana, took the Chargers of the Super Bowl and got waxed by Steve Young. But uh, – <laughs> and that was Steve Young's one and – you know, as the Niners' one and only time to break through from Dallas in 94 um, because uh, we beat them 92-93 to advance to the Super Bowl and then again in 95. Um, shout out Stan Humphreys. I know you watch too. But uh, yeah. we went to the same high school. But uh, – <laughs> You guys don't know who Stan Humphreys is, do you? Oh nope. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean to wrap up here, I just I, we're a divided fan base. Again, we need to, you know, we need to look in. We're we gotta do better than that. We're mm-hmm. the we're the we're the greatest football franchise in the history of the world.
0: See, Steven so, for, for yeah. the viewers out there, Steven gave you a perfect history lesson of the Dallas Cowboys, and me and Jacob kind of are just hot heads about it because when we go online and we see stuff about the Cowboys, it's should we get rid of Dak uh, every year, every year it's who has more pressure on their, on their backs? Is it, uh, is it Dak or is it the head coach or Mike McCarthy? It's just like, there should be no pressure. They're both great. He's a great quarterback and he is a great coach
1: to be fair to our media. I say this very phrase all the time where the Dallas Cowboys don't get it twisted. All right. So yeah, that, man, you want to make money uh, writing about in the NFL, write stuff like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. So,
0: uh, and I just wanted to say one more time, my boy, Ryan, I just texted you and he said, did we talk about how the chargers are going to beat the Cowboys in week six or whatever? And that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Bring you it heard it, right. it here. We're, we're, we're dubbing. All you gotta chargers.
2: do is go back and watch some, uh, re, uh go find some YouTube videos that, that, from last year when we were doing our um, open practices, and you get to see the offense and the defense, yeah. go back and watch, and, and you'll get to see a preview of the Chargers. Game. If
0: you if you think that if you think it was tough to keep Herbert healthy uh, last season before, just 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 wait, man. I mean,
1: dude's gonna get hit every every other play. Wait till the bus that is Micah Parsons gets after that. Oh man! <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, man, we can go on and on and on and on and on about how. Um, Dallas doesn't get a fair shake. Its fans are, you know, there's a, there's a portion, and I believe in my heart a small portion that just are loud that for whatever reason hate our team.
0: Yeah. Um, Stop being like that. Yeah, just don't. love the Cowboys. Watch the game. Enjoy when we are beating the snot out of the offensive player of the year. Enjoy the times when we score 33 points in the fourth quarter against the Colts. Enjoy the times where we retire Tom Brady.
1: Enjoy the times when the likes of, you know, we talk about these teams that, like, we talk about, like, uh, these teams will be there at the end, right? So, enjoy the times when Joe Burrow's looking up at the lights, all right? Because he's, been, he's getting just manhandled in Dallas all day. That was so,
0: awesome. But, Why do people – I mean, that, that, that was honestly one of the best days of my life. We had just
1: lost – Cooper Rush started that game and won it.
0: We lost our quarterback, and we lost and only scored three points. I think in in that first opening uh, season game last season against the Bucks, every Cowboys fan is discouraged. And we come back at home with against the um, runner ups in the Super Bowl last season with their whole team healthy, and we dubbed yeah. that that I, actually that was probably the one.
1: Yeah. So um, a lot of a lot of good times for for Ethan, but yet to uh, yet to be excited. <laughs> We're getting it, man. We're going to hoist that Lombardi. Yet, yet to be excited about even even hoisting or even participating in the NFC Championship game. Burm, burm, burm. Can't bring that up, can we? Can't no. talk about how we haven't been to an NFC Championship no, game in that's thirty not years today, Steve. until t- until this not year. today. Till this year. All right, so let's uh, let's let's crash this thing, man. We probably kept uh, kept on a little long. But, yeah, but uh,
0: I mean, hey, this is pre. Like I said, this is preseason time, mid preseason time. By the way, I just wanted, uh, you know, we're trying to find things to talk about other than how great Tolbert's doing every week and how the, you know, none of the starters really played, so we can't really tell you anything interesting. Brandon However, Cooks flies airplanes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: However, if you're probably not going to see this till afterwards, but. The culture will be at, I think, the preseason game this coming up weekend.
1: That is correct.
0: And we are going to the open practices at the Star this week. So if you see us um, and you're seeing this now, then hopefully you said hello to us and we said hello to you um, because you're watching. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's going to be awesome. Again, thank you to our sponsors, 360 Roofing and Restoration. Um, yeah. Live, out? comment, oh, share. Oh, yeah. YouTube, Almost forgot.
1: Instagram.
0: Instagram is huge. That's where we do most of our Instagram, Facebook, and uh, I think that's it. But we, yeah, like, comment, uh, subscribe for sure, for sure. Um, r- turn on the bell so you don't miss any posts from us. And uh, yeah, DM me because I would love to chat about what you think about the Cowboys, what you think about Dak. What you think about Mike? What you think about the team in general? I will respond.
1: Hey, so. and if you're sick of the Cowboys, but you you know you call yourself a Cowboys fan, come at us. Tell us why. Oh yeah, uh-huh.
0: I'll battle all day, baby. <laughs> or if you're like my Mike, my, my uh, delusional friend Ryan, who's a Chargers fan. Hey, I got all this. I, I want all the smoke from them. So let's hear it.
1: All right, all right. Anyway, guys, shout out Eagles. We out. <laughs> <laughs>